G'day folks, welcome back to Measure Twice, Cut Once, the show that delivers you some interesting content from time to time. This is um, episode two in season four. Season four. Wow, how time flies. I'm Dirk from Sumo's Projects. I'm, where, where, where am I found? Somewhere. <laughs> Somewhere. Gutters and uh, alleyways. Sometimes at Rob's place because he's a good cook. Sometimes here because I get a cuppa. Yep. But normally on YouTube and Facebook and all that. Yep. And uh, also, I'd like to welcome back the one and only Chris Hossman Zurich, who uh, can be found anywhere. Various police stations around the country. Yep. Yep. Mug shots. Mug shots, yep. And uh, it seems like deja vu that we also have back uh, Rob Paolini, who is um, uh, going to come in very important. He in, is. In this I episode. think he's going to become an integral part of this show. He may, he may. <laughs> he's, uh, he has a lot of laughs at us, I don't know why. Oh, always have a laugh. Always have a laugh. Couple of situations, but that happened. But yeah. Um, yeah. So, what have you been up to, lads? Um, same, same, same. I've been in the uh, the workshop just turning pens. I've been uh, trying to build an inventory for uh, when the markets open up. Yep. Um, I mean, the weather's been nice and warm. Yeah. So yeah, I've got to get out to the markets and then start selling some of my wares. I just want to help you spend some more money, and maybe you can consider putting a split system in here because. When you have guests, there's a certain creature comfort level that we expect. You're right. No, you're right. Would you agree, Rob? I definitely agree. Yeah. So so I, I need someone who can actually um, put it in for me. Yeah. But Not looking at anybody. <laughs> Don't look at me, Chris. <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned about installing stuff, because that's a little bit of our conversation that's today. This one is. Um, yourself? You've been busy? You, yeah. You're busy still cutting lawns? Yeah, cutting lawns and property maintenance and a little bit of workshop stuff. But uh, yeah, always doing something. Yeah, any project? Have you built anything? Um, any yeah, I'm doing the workshop, extending a little bit of the work, uh, the, the, the work that I'm doing in the workshop in upgrading benches and stuff, and uh, yeah, yep. getting there slowly, but uh, work's always comes first, so yes. only when I've got some spare time, I get in there and uh, do that work. Following the uh, Built by Chris method? Oh, look, the motivation from yep. Chris, it all came from Chris. Yeah. Wow. It motivates a lot of people, the old big fella. Yeah, yeah that's, wow. a, that's a new thing for you this year. Motivation. Yeah. Maybe I should start charging for my time. I think it's right. a, the fluorescent look. You have the, the bright colours. I'm going to start selling those. Oh, yeah? Yep. Thanks, Darren. Darren, you... Uh, I don't know. Winchetters, I guess, uh, $60. $60. That's, that's a pretty decent price. Not that one. That's dirty. Yeah, I know. He's always doing this. Well, I can wash it. <laughs> Just wear another new one. All right. There'll be none to sell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's uh, think about... What are we going to do this week on the show? Yeah, what are we doing this week? I don't know. It's up to you, Rob. Me. G'day, bud. How you going, Papa? I'm good, mate. Listen, have you got any blanks from Mind Matter Create? I certainly do. I, I just happen to have them here in front of you. Okay, I want to buy them, please, because I'm going to turn some pens. It's a pleasure to be able to do business. Here they are, sir. And uh, many happy returns on your pen making endeavours. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, you have to pay for them. Well, I think uh, we've covered a lot of uh, on a lot of videos about workshop setups and. But one thing we haven't actually looked at is uh, the under 
compartment type arrangements you have with uh, cabling and behind the scenes stuff behind the scenes there you go and uh, overhead dust extraction and actually the type of lighting yep. that people will, will probably want to look and focus on when setting up a workshop and for that reason we've got Rob back because Rob's a electrician aren't you yes I am and also an installer of um, you know alarm systems yeah security cameras data yep lighting all yep. that sort of stuff. Park, he can park a jumbo jet where he wants it. Um, uh, I have done that before, actually. Yep. Actually, while we're here, what's the name of your YouTube channel? Uh, it's called Tiger Dusty, and it's uh, lawn care and uh, property maintenance. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. And th as Chris and I are very professionals on this show, we uh, we were talking about our show before, and um, Rob was here, and we ended up watching how he parked the plane in, at uh, Melbourne Tullamore. Well, you should say that that's not part of his uh, home handyman service. No, I don't no, do that. No, no. That, uh, he doesn't provide that service during... <laughs> that that's was the job that he used to do. That was my previous... It was. He can, he can get the plane on a line, but when he cuts lawns, he leaves uh, strips. Can't he misses cut, it. Couldn't can't cut a straight line. No. <laughs> <laughs> my life depended on it. He ended up cutting next doors. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> Not that one. Oh, that can be misconstrued too. Yes. Um, anyway, so we, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about that a little bit, but uh, I think it's interesting to note when we set up, we forget these things, don't we? To incorporate them in the plan. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, that's true. And uh, I'll be honest, when I did this one, I didn't sort of think about it too much because I had the, the portable dust extractors. So plumbing in didn't sort of come into the picture. Mm. Until, yeah, I spoke to this guy. So yeah, well, yeah, so when it comes to you know table saws and drill presses, it's probably a little bit easier, and yeah. you know thicknesses and jointers and stuff. But when it comes to a CNC machine, it's a bit difficult having a pipe laying over the material. Yeah, so you need to have it above the the, the, the equipment, and that's, then hence, yeah, that's what that's what we've done here. So, and it works great. It works fantastic. You know, mm. and it's not a lot of work. Um, very simple. You know, there's a as you can see, Dirk moves out the way. There's a there's a connection back here where we plug everything in, and um, I think yep. Chris covered that in his workshop tour anyway. Mm -hmm. yep. um, but it's a very simple solution. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's out the way. There's no pipes laying all over the floor and so forth. So you know you can use the, the, the dust extractor and bring it around. So yeah. yeah, plug it in. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I'm gonna now uh, going on from that. I'm gonna put one in the middle of the uh, the workshop now, um, so that when I'm cutting um, plywood sheets or any any sheet goods. I can have a dust extractor coming down to my track saw, and that way I'm not tripping over any hoses. Yeah, and and, and once again, touching on a few of the topics we have spoken about, layout, uh, hazards in your workshop, mm. you're eliminating those pretty much ultimately, aren't you? Those trip hazards, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when, you, when we look at the intricacies of uh, setting up, even um, putting PowerPoints in, you know, mm. things like that, what, what considerations do you give, Rob? Uh, about positioning and um, you know how the install should be done. I mean, obviously, your license to be able to do that. People in other parts of the world, I think, they're able to work with electricity without. Uh, yeah, having... like in the states, they they still. Yeah, they I'm, still I'm still dumbfounded how they do it over there, but yeah, you know, they get away with it. But yeah, well, when it comes to power in a workshop, you know, you can never have enough power points. Mm. Um, but in saying that, you can get into the trap of overloading the the system. Um, well, hang on. Just let me interrupt for one sec. The the original setup of this garage was one single power point. Mm -hmm. 
was all we had. That's um, typical typical of something built in the 80s, yep. in the so 70s and 80s. So. The, the wall behind us here, there's, there's a window obviously in the door, and there was one light switch and one power point mm. for the whole thing. <laughs> now, the way I've got it set up now, I've got 4, 8, 12, 13, 14, 15, 19, 23 power points in here now. Mm. Um, is that overloading the system, Rob? Well, no, it's not, because if it was still on that one circuit, of course it would be, but yeah. you know, this has been done to standard and it'll still be wired back to the switchboard, and I think Chris is also running 15 amps for the table saw, which has a dedicated circuit which runs back to the board, yep. which you must do, and you know, don't do what a lot of people I've seen do, where they file the, the negative on a 15 amp yeah. plug and plug it in a 10 amp circuit and um, you're just asking for trouble. Guilty, I did that. Well, you know, you're not only putting yourself in danger, you're putting everyone else in danger yeah. as well. So yeah. please, don't do that. You know, for the sake of a, maybe a couple hundred dollars for a, a dedicated circuit, mm -hmm. do it properly unless you can sleep at night. You know, you do yeah. everything right. You know, because you don't know who else is going to come and use your workshop. Yep. You know, someone might walk in and, you know, grab it and plug it in and not know what they're doing and then that's... Uh, Something we don't want. No, you know. no. You've got to stay safe in your own workshop. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Unless they break in and hurt themselves. That's well, yeah, good. no, then I'll electrocute them myself if yeah, they yeah, break exactly. in. But, but, uh, uh, no, safety safety's number one yep. when it comes to electricity. And uh, I think Chris um, always said to me that he doesn't like touching electricity because, and a lot of people don't like touching because they can't see it. That's right. And it's, uh, it can creep up on you pretty quickly and uh, cause... Uh, no, the, the, the reason I don't play with electricity is because it's very unforgiving. Yeah, if I, I make a mistake, that could be my last mistake, yeah? Mm. So. And again, that's that why a lot of the Australian standards have changed now to go with, you know, uh, safety switches and circuit breakers and yep. all that sort of stuff. And doing it properly, you won't have any hassles. Yep. You know, and that's uh, paramount when it comes to, especially in workshops, mm. you know, because you don't know who's going to walk in, you know. It's, it's, you know, they plug something in or you get, uh, they can get... You know, hurt, and that's the last thing we want. Yep, for sure. Yeah, no, that's that's a pretty good explanation. So, um, <clears throat> having more off uh, PowerPoint set up around the workshop, it just elim elimina eliminates cords around the place. You know, yeah. you're not running a cord from that side of the workshop to here. You know, you just you're working, when you're working over there, you're working over there. When you're working here, you're working here. Yep. You know, that's that's I suppose the, the most important part about it. Yeah. I know Chris has probably got one or two, but it's unfortunate. Every workshop's going to have them. Yeah. You can't eliminate them all. Yeah. You're going to have one or two, but you, know, you don't want 20 cords yeah. laying around the place. Mm. So, yeah. so um, I mean, this is a garage-style setup, but um, something like a shed, uh, which has got you know exposed sort of uh, infrastructure, you can see the framework. I I've actually got a couple of drop-down um, leads, you know, where... The drop-down plugs. Yeah, plugs, plugs, yeah. plugs, sorry. Yeah, and I find they're fantastic. Oh, cool. You know, I'm a, I've got like a three in a row, and from there I can, you know, manoeuvre machines around, the cords are long enough, but they're not going down onto the ground, so... The other thing too is when you've got so many cords on the ground, if you drop something, you could, you know, damage the cord and not unbeknown to you, you, you can't see it, and you go and grab that lead, mm. then mm. that's another another danger. So yeah. the, the more we eliminate from the ground, you know, mm. the better. Yeah. So are there any uh, things you've got to think about but, um, as you obviously install them? Um, are there any other things that you know you might be able to make uh, people aware of today that uh, with in, electricity, what, you know, are there any... Look, um, I suppose in, this, in Chris's instance here, for example, the only thing that I could probably suggest was, you know, unfortunately we couldn't do it because the way the workshop was set up is a, 
a dedicated switchboard in the workshop, mm. um, which means that you can actually quickly, you know, turn the power off if you need to, rather than try and run around to the main switchboard outside. Um, obviously, have a a circuit in the board which is dedicated to the garage, which can isolate the whole garage without isolating anything in the house. But they certainly have something in the garage where you can turn things on and off. Can, yeah. I, can that still be done in here? It can still be done. Um, you know, obviously now with all the work that you've done, it's probably going to make it a little bit more difficult. Um, but look, nothing's impossible. You know, it just makes it a little bit time-consuming. That's all. Okay. You know, that can be done. Um, you know, I've done it at my place. My place is probably a little bit. Um, uh, out of the ordinary. Um, my, my gar- Over the top would be the um, <laughs> the adjective I would use. Um, my garage or my workshop at home runs purely on a, a solar system. I've got a battery uh, in my garage, or I've got batteries in my garage with um, dedicated solar on the roof, um, which runs all my lighting, probably 30 or 40% of my outlets in my garage. Um, my CNC runs off it, my laptop runs off it, so if the power goes out, Mine will just get going. I've got solar as well. I've got batteries and stuff like that. But um, yeah, that was something I I enjoy doing. You know, renewable energy, and um, it works great. You know, that's something that people can consider as well. You know, if you've got yeah. a shed down the back, yep. you know, by all means, you know, go solar. Cost you, yeah, it's a little bit of an outlay initially, but you've reaped the benefits at the end. Yeah, and, and we were talking about that actually about the uh, the fact that your solar system on your shed is. Similar to that on a caravan. Exactly. It's, it's basically a, you know, my, my garage is a big caravan, mm. Yeah. Mm. you know, with a, I've got, um, on the roof, I've got eight solar panels on the roof, which is just under uh, two kilowatts. Yep. Um, then I've got um, nearly a kilowatt of batteries under one of my benches. Yep. Um, I've never run out. You know, I, I think the last time I tried, I put, left the batteries on for, or the lights on for probably six or seven hours at night. Never run out, still run the CNC machine. Yeah, then yeah. by the time the next morning, you know, you might get down about 70%. Next morning, back to 100% by about 11 o'clock and away you go again. Mm. Do, you, do you, well, talking about that, do you think um, a workshop draws a lot of energy? Oh, look, you wouldn't, I, I, I couldn't certainly run, I couldn't run a table saw um, because they, they, you know, because of the motors, the, you have a lot of um, inrush current on the, on the motors, so they tend to draw a lot of power initially. Things like anything that on a motor that's a startup, you know, um, you know, mono saw, table saw, uh, uh, band Just a quick question, because I, I, I uh, want to get this straight in my head. You've got these machines now, like my drop saw has like a, a soft start. Soft start, yeah. Does that um, draw a lot of power no. still? No, no, no. Because it's, it's, it's the ones that when they go, then when you turn them on, they just a big inrush. They have a lot of current to actually start the motor. So are they, like, is that called an induction motor or? Uh, no. The, these these run oh, these run a, a, a very different system. You know they have like a, a, a very slow input of current to run start the motor up, where they don't. They they just bang. This one is a soft start as well. Is it, oh that one there is as well. Yeah. But most, some of the older ones aren't, and then that's why they draw a lot of current to okay. actually get them going. That's why the in, the inrush current, even though they're a fifteen amp, for that split second that they run, they probably draw 25, 30, 40 amps depending on what sort of machine it is. But then the current drops back below 15 and mm. it runs okay. Okay. So with, with my knowledge of the in, inverter mm. technology that most homes have nowadays, it, it takes a little bit of uh, energy to get it up and running. Yeah, and that's what, that's what they call that inrush current. Inrush, yeah. yeah. And then, then it plateaus and it, and it keeps at a consistent yeah. type of heartbeat. That's of. The, most circuit breakers in a switchboard are designed to hold for that little sp- split mm. second. You have 
what they call D-curve and C-curve ones. Yeah. Um, and there were different types of circuit breakers designed specifically for a, for a purpose. Yep. And they'll hold a little bit of more power. If they hold, if you draw too much current, then they'll trip. Yeah. But just for things like table saws and fridges and mm. washing machines and stuff like that, they'll hold for that split second and then they'll, they'll go back. But if it holds for too long, then they'll actually trip. And that's what they're designed to do. Okay. So, so um, two kilowatt you're saying you've got? My garage, yeah. Yeah. And what, you're looking around about $1,000 to sell? Oh, yeah, because I, 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 you know, I get most of my stuff at trade prices. But I think, you know, if you could probably get a kilowatt for, and, you know, inverter, uh, solar charge control and a bit of wiring and stuff, yeah, probably, you know, 1000 to $1,500 will get you going. Mm. Um, batteries are the biggest issue at the moment. Yeah. You know, to get a 100 amp or 200 amp hour, you know, so, so you can battery. store all your power yeah, in store there. The power, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, the batteries are a bit of a pain in the bum at the moment. You know, they, they cost a little bit of money. But the good thing about that is you can buy, you know, one and then just keep adding. Mm. So, the, you know, the solar charge control doesn't really care how many, how many amps you've got on the, on the on batteries. Yeah. Um, okay. It'll just take a lot longer to charge them all up. Right. Yeah. So that's the power component of it all. It is, it is. And it's like, you know, I, I didn't, I've come back a little bit educated from speaking to uh, Rob about that mm. you know and you do learn little things along the way <coughs> excuse me um, let's talk about lighting because mm. Chris you've made a few changes with the lighting in your workshop and um, um, can you give us a bit of a well I went from um, yeah I went from two just um, normal fluorescent um, uh, banks of lights so just two and it was pretty dark in here, even with the two of them. But then I upgraded to these uh, LEDs. And um, as you can see, a, a big difference. Mm. But if you're going to be using um, your workshop to film your, your videos and everything, there's a thing called strobing. Right. And you've got, to, you've got to set your camera up so that it's matching the, the, the frequency. Right? The frequency, yeah, mm. so that it, it doesn't strobe. That's the thing that, uh, that I had little problems with. How do you do that? Uh, you just set the um, the aperture on your on your camera or your f stop. Um, you bring it down, just just to match it, basically. Is that the same for people who record on their phones? I think it's the same across the board. Yeah. Okay. All right. So how how would that go as a energy? Is that more of an energy saving? Um, well, the LEDs they don't draw as much power. No. You can t probably tell me more about this. No, so. these are like I've I've got similar ones in my workshop as well. Um, these are probably uh, I think these are thirty six watts. Mm. Where you'll find some of the old fluorescent globes, they were, you know, 100 and 120 watt globes and they oh. chew the power up. Yeah. And these are about, um, I think these are about 3,000 lumens. So in here you've got basically 12,000 lumens, which is a fair bit. Mm. I've got in my, my garage a little bit, oh, configuration is different, 16 metres long by about roughly four and a half metres wide. I've got 10 of them in mine. And that's, uh, you know, I think sometimes the planes from Tullamarine might land on my. <laughs> the lights that much so you know but look you can never do with enough lighting I, I want to say and I don't know if this is uh, factual or not I had my eyes operated on last year and um, whilst I were recovering from the surgery I, I struggled a lot with um, fluorescent lighting fluorescent this is what they the fluorescent lights used to be what they call warm white running at you know, roughly 3000 K mm. Kelvin and these here now run at you can know, I think you actually switch these from three to four to five and there's what they call warm white cool white and daylight it's yeah um these, these are uh, cool light 
Cool. Yeah, you know, I've got mine set on daylight, which is a little bit with a little bit bluer mm. in the workshop. Mine, I need it in my garage because Chris has got a lot of light colours in here, uh, which got a lot of reflection, so it's not too bad. Mine is still the old uh, brick garage, you know, the brown bricks and stuff. So I need a little bit of a bit more light to because the walls absorb that that kind of light. But um, yeah, no, my workshop's getting there. Um, made a hell of a difference. Like I said, with Chris, I had I think I had three fluoros. Mm. Three doubles. Yep. Um, wasn't quite enough. I think you probably came down once and had a look at it. And, yeah. And then um, now, the other day, when you come and had a look at it, was uh, you needed sunglasses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was getting a suntan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, is it strategically positioning? Yeah, I've got, because um, my garage is so long, I've actually got them sort of spaced on every, I've got purlins in my garage, so I've got them on every purlin, but down towards the back of the garage where all my missouries and the CNC and that drill press and so forth. There's probably there's six down that end, yep. And there's three on one beam and three on the other. So yeah, that makes it uh, makes it more enjoyable and more pleasurable mm. to go outside and work. Okay. Recording videos, I notice on my videos I have a lot of issues with the, the you know the power cable always getting in the way and that. Um, <clears throat> I notice a tidy workmanship here. Like you're using PVC pipes now. This is for mm. what the dust extraction arm. That's for the dust. Yeah, for the uh, for the, for the CNC, CNC machine. CNC. And also the cabling that you probably installed here. Yeah, we put some, um, we obviously Chris went and put a um, TV up and we then also connected his laptop to his um, uh, TV so he can watch YouTube or your CNC programming, you can watch up there as well. Mm -hmm. um, we've also connected his, um, his security system, which Chris has actually we've installed in here so he can monitor his uh, cameras 24 hours a day for when he's out here. Um, and uh, yeah, we've hidden all the cables in the wall, as we can see. We've got the unit tucked away, so it's out of the way and not, doesn't get much dust in it. Yeah, we're trying to keep everything tidy. I'm a little bit anal when it comes to that. Um, mm. I don't like cables everywhere. I try and clip them all over the place, but uh, trying to make it all nice and safe for him. So to me, I would say hire someone who is a professional at their. Oh, it's one. You know, I'm not trying to have a go at people, but you know, there's some professionals that don't do it right as well. You know, they're pretty messy, and yeah. you know, you've got to be make sure that you, you know, you got to treat everyone else's place like you treat your own. Yeah. So that's the way I take my approach, and um, I've had no issues in the past. So. That's and and that was a good investment for you. For me, it. look, I uh, I couldn't have got a better bloke in here to, to do all this for me. I know it's it's done right. Yep. And uh, I'm not going to have any issues at all. So. Yep. And it leads on to safety, you know, oh, being yeah. able to visually have a, uh, see what you're working on, no slip-ups then. No, you know, no. You know and if, if somebody, you know, is wandering outside, you know, you make sure that no one gets uh, too close to mm. your, all your, your hard work that you put into, you yeah. know, you don't want someone to just come in and take it. So that's, yeah, that's thing, the whole yeah. idea with security cameras, you know, they're there yeah. for a purpose, keep yeah. the um, unwanted people away. Mm -hmm. Because I've got a couple of bucks worth of tools in here. So oh, yeah, um, you know, yeah, you spent a few dollars in here, yeah. so you know you want to you want to protect it. You know, yeah, yep. I've done the same. Um, and once you've once you've got cameras or security system in your in your workshop or even around your house, just as general, it's a it's a way to go. Mm. Yeah, just it's a bit of peace of mind as well. Yeah, I, I've I've got friends that work in the um, the justice system yep. uh, in the in the prisons, and they say that uh, a lot of the, the the crooks, if they see cameras. I'll think twice. They'll keep going. Yeah. They don't want that hassle. So, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, a, it's, a, it's a peace of mind. Yeah. You know, I get people that ask me all the time, you know, should I put an alarm system in? I said, well, in the good old days when people, when you could you could go next door and, mm. you know, check on 
you know, what's happened when the alarm goes off. I can tell you now, 99% of people when hear an alarm just totally ignore it. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. totally ignore it. Yep. And criminals ignore them as well because they think, well, you know, what's an alarm? No one's going to come mm. here and you know, they're not going to know I've been. No. Yeah. It's too late yeah. the alarm goes off. But so at least you... with the CCTV camera, you've got, you know, visual proof that someone's done something and who they are. You might get a registration number or a face or, you know, mm. a T-shirt or, you know, you know, if Chris decides to knock someone's house off, you know, he's, he's done, you know, he's got his name written all over his top. And so that, That'd make me the, uh, the criminal genius, wouldn't yeah, it? Exactly. You know, They'll what... never catch me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's, it, look, it's, I would highly recommend, especially a lot of people that, you know, have workshops and have a lot of money invested, mm. you know, a lot of hard work, you know, you don't yeah. want that just to disappear in five seconds. Exactly. So, yeah, what you're saying, don't, don't skimp out on, uh, you know. Oh, look, and you, don't, don't, you don't have to go elaborate either. You no, know, no. You know you, There's some very good basic systems out there, you know, and um, they make great quality cameras these days, you know, at, at affordable prices, you know. Back in the good old days, you know, you'd be spending thousands and thousands of dollars for a good mm. system. You know, I reckon yeah. for a thousand dollars, you'll get what I've got here. Well, exactly what Chris has got here. Yeah. Chris has got probably... I've got seven cameras and, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it, uh, and it works fine. Yeah. You know, maybe one day Chris will do a video you know, one day and... While, while we're discussing this, let me um, bring my cameras up. Yeah, while we're doing that. And, uh, yeah, look, the quality of the cameras, well, I think what we did here, we put a an eight-channel uh, MVR with, eight, uh, with six megapixel cameras everywhere and the quality's, you know, better than... There it is. There it is there. Seven cameras, and I can see all the way around my house. So, is there a chance you might know any like spots, dark spots that? Um, no, we're not. I can take a domino out of here with it. Oh, oh good luck. Good and luck. You know what? These cameras have got microphones too. They've got microphones. They, do, they yes. certainly have, so they oh. record all the sound and everything. So, as yeah. you can see, probably where's Chris? Oh, we'll go here quickly, just quickly, and we'll show. Wrong one. Wrong one. Where's it here? This one. I still don't know what I'm doing. So how come we're actually not filming off your security camera? You possibly could. You could take yeah. something down if you wanted to. That's probably something that Chris can look at in the future, you know, when he's yeah. doing something and he can have a raw shot of his workshop as a bit of a... Yeah. Well, he, yeah. doesn't, he doesn't do much editing, so he might as well call it. He's the editing king, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I'm going to let that one slide. Go. Right, yeah. I'll go. So anyway, no, that's, that's really interesting. Um, I, I think that's a good chat about something really yeah. different to... Um, uh, and Rob, thanks a lot for giving us a bit of your professional input. No, no problem. Which, My pleasure. Yeah, which is, um, you know, like, you know, how many times a day do you talk about that aspect of your, your workshop? You don't. You don't. Yeah. No, so, everyone talks about timber and tools. Yeah. And mm. Don't talk about all the but other you, stuff. You've got to protect it all. You've got to protect all your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when it comes, uh, protection either with security cameras or with, you know, correctly installed electrical, you know. Yeah. Everything. Beautiful. All right, Rob. Well, thank you very much, mate. Well, um, My pleasure. We'll make sure that we'll put a link to your oh, YouTube no. channel so people can have a look. Mm -hmm. And if you need a handyman, he's a man in Melbourne who can possibly man. get the job done for you. And in northern suburbs of Melbourne. Northern mm -hmm. suburbs, yep. Chris, as always. Can I just butt in here for a second? Yeah. Um, I know that you guys do a lot of um, uh, promoting of other people, uh, other makers in, uh, in Australia. Um, and um, I... 
from my point of view, um, and I couldn't think of two better blokes to um, promote Australian makers in this country, um, I'd like to give you guys a um, $100 Bunnings voucher to you give to one of your viewers, one of your subscribers as a gift, and um, I'll have that to you in the next couple of weeks too, so you can uh, right. pass that on. Well, mate, we, we really appreciate it. No, my pleasure, saying, mate. No, I, I, could, I, couldn't, I couldn't think of two, two more worthy of blokes to get it, so... Well, thank you very much. I'll get you one of those Bunnings vouchers from, uh, and then you can give it to one, one of those people looking down that barrel. Yeah, all right. That's awesome. Thank you, Rob. Uh, no. We we yeah, we we set out to have partnership program with a few businesses like and expanding on that, and it's just more more so to help their cause and hopefully our viewers can support them as well. Yeah, and no, no, I'm looking, you know, yeah. Hopefully, other people can help. Yeah, you know, whether you know whether it's a you know, hundred dollar voucher or five dollar voucher, it all, it all counts. That's it a does. great gesture. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, no, my no. pleasure, mate. Like I said, um, I uh, I have an absolute ball every time I come here. Yeah, um, and. Uh, no, I enjoy it. We've got to have some fun in life. Oh, got to have some fun. No, like I said, these two blokes are number one. So, subscribe. Hey, Hoss. Yo. We can get him in on a few more shows. <laughs> oh, that's fucking generosity. Oh, yeah, I know. He's, he's really cut his own throat in there. <laughs> oh, no, I've done myself in here, haven't I? <laughs> G'day, Hoss. How are you, Harry? Good, thank you. I'm looking at doing a little bit of epoxy work. Yes, I can help you there. Do you have a product? I do. Who, who does it come from? It comes from Hammeroo. Let me have a look, please. My, my. That looks like a two-part mix. It is a two-part mix, and it's a two-to-one mix, as it says on the box. Is it made in Australia? It is. I might take a few more, then. Well, I only have these. I'll take those. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you, Harry. You're welcome, Hoss. Got the pipe. <laughs> G'day, Hoss. You look you're in trouble. Yeah, Harry. Thanks, mate. Um, I've, I've been trying to sand up this blank, but I just can't get it shiny enough. Mate, I've got a two-part solution from Custom Creations. Really? Does it work? Give it a try. I will. How'd you go, mate? Harry, that was the best stuff you could have given me. Look how shiny this pen's come up. That is superb. I love it. It's brilliant. So thank you everyone for watching once again. Please subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Share, like and subscribe. No, no. When you hit the notification bell, you've got to push uh, all videos. Yeah, all. Yeah. All, that way you get notifications. All videos. And we've got a back catalogue of videos. So we do. We'd like to suggest and recommend you go and have a look if mm. you're new here. Uh, and leave us a comment because Chris will be answering all comments this season. I'm doing that too, am I? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and so next week we are going to have another guest. We are. But we're not we, going to tell you who it is. We are not divulging any information at this stage. Nope. It is private and confidential until we reveal it. Mainly because they don't know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you see, as you know, we, we're, we're a professional outfit. We are. Yeah, yeah. We've asked Robin to sort of monitor our performance and he's sort of given us a, 
We told us where to go a few times, so you know we're on the right track. Yeah, we are. Yeah, so. Um, so thanks, Rob, for all no, your time here. Yeah, um, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. No, yeah. not at all. Uh, we had you on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you very much again for. Uh, no. Yeah. No, no, no. That's the least I can do, boys. Mm. All right. Well, um, until the next happy episode next week, I'm going to sign off by saying, "Uru." I'll do the same by going bye for now, and ciao. And do it properly because I. Is it rolling? Yes, it is. Oh, it is. He'll snap it up. Everyone does. No, oh, come Jesus. on. Jesus. I want it louder than that. Do you? Yeah. yeah. You want to scare the dog? G'day, folks. Welcome. He does it automatically. He can't help himself. <laughs> oh, good morning, sir. I was going to talk first. Oh. G'day, mate. Hey, yo! I'm great. I want to turn some pens, mate. Do you have any blanks from Mind Matter Create? I certainly do. We have many blanks. I would like to buy them all from you. Okay, here we go. Let's have a look at what we have. Oh, sorry, sir. They're a little bit damaged now. I'll give you a discount. Why are we damaging his product? <laughs> <laughs> no yelling. You're polishing those. Polish those. Don't, don't do it like... Um... <laughs> Like us, like a rolling.